fans, welcome back to After the Credits with Josh and Tyler, where we break down the latest and greatest movies, including our favorite scenes, quotes, trivia, and even how we think it should have ended. Grab another bowl of popcorn and enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to After the Credits with Tyler and Dylan, and being hey. joined by one of the most dashing-looking group of gentlemen, um, known as the band Whitmore. Um, Howdy. Or, or weird more because we've only got three out of the four here. Yeah. Um, 75% effort today. Sorry, shouts everybody. Shouts out to the missing guy. It's okay. We'll, we'll get you. Love you, Mitch. Love you, Mitch. Grow the mustache back. Stop being yes. such a busy individual. But yeah, if you guys didn't listen to the preview episode, uh, we'll do li- just a little quick introduction before we get into the movie. Um, Kyle, kick it off if you want. Uh, so my name's Kyle. I am the guitarist for Whitmore here. Hi, I'm Rob. I'm uh, the drummer for Whitmore. He bangs things with wood. I with bang wood. things with wood. <laughs> and other things. And oh, my things. wood. <laughs> and I am Josh, and I am the other half of the rhythm section, also the bass player. Slapping bass. Yeah, these are these are our buddies from Whitmore. Blowing up in the music scene in Omaha. Make sure to check them out, but we have them on to talk about a couple movies. A couple musical movies. I wouldn't say musicals. But yeah, movies thank, thank God. I'm God I don't think musicals. I could have sat through two musicals. Say, no. So people always say that, and then I'm like, wait a second. Like, one of my favorite movies of all time that we also covered on the podcast, if you want to go back and listen to it. Uh, the Ooh, Rockstar? Of, the Pick of Destiny. That's oh, a, oh, the Pick oh, of Destiny. That is my that favorite is musical. musical. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, Juicy. we got them on today talking about a music movie uh, starring one of my favorite bands, like I, a band that I've listened to my whole life. Uh, always loved them. Um, the movie Studio 666 with the Foo Fighters. Um, so the storyline we got here is legendary rock band Foo, Fi- Foo Fighters move into an Encino. Encino? Encino? Encino. Captain Encino. Yeah. Into an Encino mansion steeped in grisly rock and roll history to record their much anticipated 10th album. Once in the house, Dave Grohl finds himself grappling with supernatural forces that threaten both the completion of the album and the lives of the band. Um, it's a it's a fun movie. It's 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 a good time. Um, the director's B.J. McDonald. This guy, so this guy directed a lot of like Slayer, which is why they have Carrie uh, King, Carrie King, yeah, crew, yeah. But, but yeah, he uh, he saw he he directed a bunch of their music videos. He directed a documentary about Slayer. Okay, um, he's di- directed a couple Foo Fighters music videos, and they're like, why not have him on and direct this movie? So, yeah. Um, hey, tidbit, uh, Carrie King. That's the reason that I did like the half sleeve of Tribal. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, because nice. he's got that. Like, he's got. Yeah, I was yeah, like, I want to be him. Yeah. I want to be Carrie King with a uh, like half sleeve of tribal. I want to be cool like him. the six foot breed, braided beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Him and George Clooney and uh, Just Till Dawn. But now I gave up on it, and we're just gonna black it out. Black That's it out. all right. Yeah, yeah that's all right. That. Nope. I've progressed. <laughs> Something like that. So this was released in 2022. Like at the, it was it was filmed in the pandemic in secret like people didn't really know that it was happening the reason they filmed it i'll get into that with trivia later but hey 2022 i know it was just last year um let me some some fucking bangers what are some movies that came out in 2022 do you guys have any black adam black adam i've been off the new movie train for a minute so that's hard for me to come up with um i mean the new the new avatar yeah i was just gonna say just came uh, out movies spider-man uh, Bullet Train. That was with good one. Uh, Brad Pitt. Brad I haven't Pitt. seen that one yet, but you it's haven't. On, uh, I, it's it's on my it's on list. Netflix. I, I need should, to. I need to see good, it. It's a good one. I just watched that with a couple of my buddies uh, not too long ago. It's a. It's a. That's a. It's the director who got who did uh, the Deadpool movies. Okay. Um, yeah. What was supposed to have happened was Ryan Reynolds was supposed to be the lead for Bullet Train. 
Um, but he, I don't remember what movie he, oh, Free Guys. He did the movie Free oh, Guys. Free Guy, yeah. And, uh, or yeah, Free Guy. And he, uh, so he backed out of it and then they casted Brad Pitt. And the reason they casted Brad Pitt is because he did the Invisible Man uh, cameo in oh, Deadpool yeah. 2. And so they had him on that, which is funny because like they gave him that brief cameo in uh, in Deadpool two. They also gave Ryan Reynolds a very similar brief cameo in in uh, uh, Bullet, Train. Bullet Train. Yeah, that's cool. So I'll, that's I'll have cool. to watch for that. Yeah, you have yeah. to check that's it out. Really it's cool. awesome. It's awesome. But yeah, so that I mean, twenty twenty two. That it's, we don't really don't need to go through movies that came there out. There were some good movies though. Yeah, yeah, yeah list some, them off. Some bang, I think uh, if you want nope to. came out. That was a yeah, uh, nope pretty was, big oh, one. Oh yeah, yeah. The movie Smile. I don't know if you guys heard. I just watched that on the plane. To I heard that was terrifying. It is. It is creepy. I only saw the previews and I was like, I'm like a quarter halfway in and I'm not like. It, it picks up. It does it? Like it, it's a slow burn, and then it's fucking chaos. All right, it'll get a yeah. uh, take two then from me. Um, uh, Morbius. Uh, oh, that, that was, got that was dumped a on. Was a, yeah, a it, it that was got the massive backlash. It did, it was, was, that cost Mar- was it Marvel? Was it Marvel or DC? It was, that's no, Marvel. Sony. That's Sony. Marvel. It was well, oh, Sony. Right. Marvel. Okay, yeah. They lost a ton of money on that movie. Fucking awful. That was one of the worst super. Like, so you can say like the original like Eric Bana. Hulk yeah. movie or like uh, uh, what was the other one? That Green Hulk Lanterns is, one Hulk that gets universal, speaking of Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds Green Lanterns one that, that gets dumped on even though I like it, yeah. oh, it but it not because it's a good movie. Right. Um, I just like Green Lantern. But right. so Morbius was interesting and I might be wrong about this but there were people on the wrong. internet that thank you. <laughs> there that, were not that people tracks. on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> so there are people on the internet that baited the studio into wanting this done right and so they garnered a bunch of interest for this and so the studio releases this and nobody went and saw it it was like a giant joke and the people is what did, i heard i need to look more into it but it were, we're like this is fucking bad yeah like, this is really like, it was okay. i love jared let i i enjoyed it the online backlash being, was heavy on and, that one yeah tying into kind of the blade universe is what i kind yeah. of was gathering from it it I love Blade. Works pretty good. Yeah, you know, and yeah, the Blade's, fact that they're going to be rebooting that series mm-hmm. here right in the next soon. Years. Yeah. Also, if you want, you can go back and listen to me and my buddy Isaiah talk about the Blade trilogy on yeah. after the credits. Isaiah, as well. and isn't he that one weird looking feller yeah, we had down here? He's got like long hair, some look like yeah, I call him Sasquatch. He's a tall yeah. drink of municipal water. He's in my phone <laughs> as I, Isaiah parentheses fuzzy. That's, that's yeah. what he's in my phone as. Um, Actually, yeah, so, I, I mean, Isaiah, was, uh, you got your notebook book here too yeah so come, come and get it notebook. just kidding um, he doesn't listen to the podcast yeah he doesn't want anything to do with the show um what is uh is that i mean are those the note where i know there was more movies but i mean those are the, i mean yeah. i think those are the top ones we can talk about yeah. so yeah uh, well I, I mean you got the ones that are like all up for oscars and everything like everything everywhere all at once isaiah's riff it's called new new uh, that sounds like every f- recording file on my computer. Yeah, literally. I'm stealing it. It's mine now. Isaiah, not a sponsor. But yeah, so I mean, some some decent movies came out in 2022. We don't need to go back through all of them because there's been so many fucking... So many. It, it was just last yeah. year. So, yep. um, so box office wise, I could not. I don't know if any of you guys could. I could not find a fucking budget for this movie. This is the first time ever that I couldn't find the actual budget. I know what it grossed. I know what it made, but I couldn't find what their actual budget was. I know that it was like minuscule. It was very, yeah. very small. It gave off. We just want to do this 
so we're gonna make it happen Which kind is, of vibes. Yeah, yeah. Like, a, like even a if Dave had to pay like for were, it himself. Like yeah. they were bored, like didn't have anything going on. It's like, hey, let's make a movie. And I'm sure they've wanted to do something like that forever. Yeah. It gave very much Pick of Destiny and vibes, that's what I was right? Say, uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Dave Grohl has yeah. that tie to Tenacious D. He's yep. recorded yep. drums, yep. performed with them live several times. Really, really he was in the Pick of Destiny. Did, yeah. I was really bummed that we didn't get like a some sort of Jack Black or Kyle Gass either cameo or like a Tenacious yeah. D song. I was looking for it, for sure. The beats that that movie hit, it was just Pick of Destiny with gratuitous violence. Yeah, exactly. That's funny you say that. I watched this with my girlfriend, Natasha and and she said that it's almost as if you took uh, Pick of Destiny and had it directed by Rob Zombie. That's fair. Yeah, that's, that's essentially that's the vibe. And, and yeah. she yeah, said this after the chainsaw scene. Which um, is yeah. Which, and which and is I will get we'll get and after, later. and after we watched that, she said that I was like, all right, that checks out. That's yeah. all right. Yeah, yeah. I get that's what you're saying. That's definitely Rob's brand. So yeah, budget I have no idea, but it grossed in U.S. and Canada two million five hundred thirteen dollars nine hundred sixty five hundred thirteen thousand nine hundred sixty three dollars, which is nothing. Yeah, that so is, that is, I just found box office production budget. Zero you found dollars. it? Yeah. See, that, it's, zero dollars. It, most likely, this was funded by the band. Most likely, this was a record label. Like, we'll pay for yeah. it. Like, yeah. Don't, don't worry. Yeah. So, and, and I'll get into it later in trivia. But there's a reason why they did the movie. The movie wasn't even going to happen, but they. Because of COVID, a tour got canceled. They're, the t- yeah. It was called the Van Tour. They were literally going to tour in a van together as I a band. I remember hearing something oh, about that. Yeah. Just the red van. Because that of they... the red van. Yep. Yeah. And the red van is in the movie. Right. Yep. But yeah, that, they can't. That got canceled because of COVID. So they're like, well, fuck. Let's well, in hindsight, that worked out really well given what happened to Taylor. Um, oh, yeah. Rest oh, in peace. Yeah. Moment yeah. of silence for Taylor. So when I found out that he died, I was at I was at the bowling alley, um, and I'm sitting there just dicking around, having drinks in the bar after bowling, and uh, I get an alert on my phone. It's like you know, breaking Taylor Hawkins of Foo Fighters dies. That's why, yeah. And mm-hmm. I I like I like was sh- like shaking and dropped my phone. And I was like, I have to go. My brother's like, what? Why? What do you? And I was like, Taylor Hawkins just died, and he's like, from Foo Fighters. I'm like, yeah, man. And like I I rode home. I listened to I, I spent an extra like forty five minutes in the car listening to all Foo Fight like all the yeah. Foo Fighters music that I love yeah. and just fucking crying, dude. Yeah. It's like yeah. not because of like just because like he died, but like the fact that like he was a father, he was right. a husband, mm-hmm. he was like You can relate to all that. A stuff. good fucking yeah. guy too. I mean oh, just yeah. from what I've seen. And accounts. that's what I was I gonna mean, say is like he just broken like a really nasty addiction with the help from Dave. Mm-hmm. Like it like he had he'd made a big turnaround in his life. Health wise, and then it just out of fucking and that's, nowhere. I, I thought a lot about Dave um, after I heard about Taylor because oh God. I mean they were like brothers. I mean, well, oh, yeah. Dave. I mean, he. I mean, it being in Nirvana, he talks about Kurt dying, yeah. right? Quite a bit. Losing I mean, that his, was a pretty well, asked about moment. it at right. nauseum as well. Right. 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 Exactly. Those are, those are two and so, big, but two then, big people in his right. Life. But then to lose Taylor after that, I yeah. mean, the guy has well, had. Lots. And they were well. Ta- Taylor was kind of the the friendship entity that replaced because Taylor and Dave were two of the guys who were there since the beginning with Foo Fighters. Yeah, right. And Taylor was kind of the guy who replaced the friendship value that Kurt, that Kurt him did. Had. Well, and so and it's like to lose well, and, Kurt and then to lose. And then it, there Taylor's. was a there was a documentary that the Foo Fighters had done a little while yeah. back, or Dave did. I can't remember the title of it, but. Oh yeah, he was talking about about the the, the recording studio. Yeah, well, it was going through that and just like the journey that a band that is putting out ten albums plus goes through. And there was a stretch of time where Dave stepped away from the Foo Fighters and did drums for Queens of the Stone Age. Shout out to those guys; they rocked so hard. They're great. Um, Super group too. Yeah, songs for the deaf is one of my top three favorite albums of all time. Slaps. Yeah, the whole Um, 
but him and Taylor were at huge odds during that time because Dave was in a creative rut and burnout with Foo Fighters and that was his pursuit mm-hmm. and Dave kind of was a dick about how he went about it and he admits that yeah. and, well, and Taylor, Taylor was dealing with his addiction issues Taylor had his yeah. own issues at the time and then but they got past those and I, worked through that and became so much more close I don't yeah. know does, does your band have any multi in, in, instrumentalists I don't because the reason I say that I don't I couldn't be Taylor Hawkins and drum for like a notable drummer like that yeah, oh, like, I mean, yeah. Yeah. like Dave Grohl being the drummer for for, for uh, right. 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 I mean, then, I mean, yeah. Dave even says he's he's we're a drummer. Both, yeah. Movie, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like we're both drummers. We're both we speak drummers. the same language. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean just and Godsmack same way. Uh, Soli Erna, the, the the singer guitarist, is originally. I mean, he's a drummer, yeah. and I couldn't I couldn't be a drummer for Phil a Collins fucking drummer. Well. Like yeah. Phil Collins, Phil Collins, yeah, profile, right? I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. I mean, I play guitar, bass, and but primarily drums. Right. Right. But, but you're not, we don't, like, we don't, you don't even like let him do expertise that in like <laughs> any other <laughs> <laughs> drums are his baby, but yeah. he's he's better at guitar than he gives himself credit really? for. Okay, nice, sure. yeah. But yeah, man, so uh, okay. the cast kind of speaks for itself here. I, we got Dave Grohl, obviously, Nate Mendel, um, Pat Smear, Taylor Hawkins, Rami Hop, I don't Heffy? Jeffy? Jeffy? It's probably Hoffy. Yeah, something like that. Um, and then Chris uh, Shiflet. Those are the that's the that those are the Foo Fighters. Uh, you got Whitney Cummings. She's Samantha. Um, she's a she's Bob a pretty big show. comedian. And yeah, she's uh, but she's and a, she, so rich. Yeah, she's that woman has wealthy. made a ton of money. She's yep. so talented. Yep, she's a very funny comedian. She's she's done a little bit of in of acting in movies and stuff like that. She Jeff Garland, two broke girls too. Did she? That's her oh, show. Okay, yeah. My Logan loves. That show. She made a ton he of money keeps, that He keeps talk, trying to talk me into watching it. It's good. Um, you've got Jeff Garland, uh, Jeremy Schill. I, I I always he was in. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, what's the fucking Who? Jeff Garland? Um, I'll let you pull it up. Leslie Grossman, um, Barb. She plays Barb. She was from American Horror Story uh, mm-hmm. fame. She she was in. It was cool to see her. And then a crazy one is Jenna Ortega. She yeah. was. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, she was Sky um, in in this one. I got some trivia about her as well coming up. Yeah. Um, you've got Marty Matalis. He was the caretaker. Um, oh, the caretaker's name was Martin Madalis, so he was his name's Martin. Yeah. They cast him as yeah. Martin. Writers get lazy at some point in time. You were yeah. using people's yeah. names. You were asking about Jeff Garland. Yes. Um, notable movies he's been in is uh, Studio Six Six Six. Surprise! Spoiler! Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that. And that's it. Cool. Um, he did a voice in he did a voice in, in Toy Story, yep. which yeah. is uh, which is crazy. Yeah. And then who did he um, voice in Toy Story? Oh, uh, he did cut cut cuddles Buttercup. He did Buttercup. Yeah, I know uh, that one for sure. He he's Not. voiced himself and and Family Guy. He was in the um, oh shit, what was that show on HBO? Mar- Maroon Maran. Oh, the, he's, he's it's the like Louis C.K. Toy Story kind of. Four. He's oh, the, okay. Yeah, I haven't gotten that far yeah, in the Toy yeah, Story yeah, series. Um, does a lot of voiceover work. Um, did Wally, um, <laughs> Mad TV. Wait, was I he am Wally? a child? <laughs> yeah, he was, was the captain. He was the captain in Wally. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Oh, he yeah. played Cyclops in, in Austin Powers. That's yes, crazy. Yes. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. So he's been in some shit. Um. You've got Carrie King as Krug, and then uh, I love Will Forte. Yeah. So fucking. When I nice. saw oh, him great. credited at the very beginning, I was like, I was like yes. it doesn't matter what he plays. It's gonna be some <laughs> goofy dude. That's gonna be one like, of my favorite what, characters. What's he doing? What the t- the he typical do? delivery guy trying to get his shitty band out there. It's great. Yeah. It's great. Bone um, structure. Bone structure. And it might not be a shitty band. It might have been it fucking fire. He had no chance to 
the only to thing I was anyone. missing from that bit of Will Forte's bit was actually hearing anything off of Bone right? Structure because yeah. that would have been. I'm yeah. sure it was filmed, I'm, but probably cut. Right. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I mean that's your notable. Do you guys have anyone else? Any other cast members you want to bring up or want to talk about or have? Uh, I didn't hear you say Lionel Richie. Oh, oh yeah. Lionel Richie. So the reason I didn't say <laughs> yeah, Lionel, I was gonna say the that. The reason I didn't say Lionel Richie is because I have a bit of trivia about him. Um, but yeah, he did show up as a cameo. Which that's a scene I want to talk about. Was a great fucking oh, cameo. That that's was so scene, good. That's that on awesome. my list yeah. for sure in big letters. That fucking song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that song. song. I like that song. Hey, no, I love that song. Uh, Dylan's trivia: um, Nicole Richie, like Paris Hilton, Nicole Richie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Lionel Richie adopted her. That's yep. why her last name's Nicole yep. Richie. That's his so, daughter. If there was yeah. a relationship. Yeah, there is. Hundred percent. That poor guy had to deal with her. He wanted to deal with her. He adopted her. Yeah. Dumbass. <laughs> 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 all right. My girlfriend's gonna be so pissed. <laughs> her, all her Apple products are named Nicole Richie. They are. Facts. Facts. All right. So yeah, I mean that's all we have for cast here. Why don't we jump into some quotes? Let's do this. I want the quotes. You can't handle the quotes. Here's our favorite quote from this week's movie. All right. So. Um, we'll kind of just go right because there wasn't a ton of like re- I mean there was really goofy quotable material but there wasn't a ton that really stepped out stuck out to me. That's how I um, felt. So I, I I one of my favorite ones is from Taylor. Um, he's like, it's like you were musically constipated and now you just took the biggest <laughs> musical shit on all of us. Uh, yeah. When he finally like breaks out of his uh, his writer's block and and yeah, when Dave breaks out of his writer's block, that was that line from Taylor, which was completely improvised was fucking great yeah so. that's amazing you gotta, gotta um so early on my my notes kind of run chronologically through the movie here but early on when they're setting this whole thing up they're at a round table with the record label rep they're trying to like get this scene or well, yeah this is like scene of them. yeah they're in the meeting yeah. room yeah, they're and the they're trying to figure out what they want to do for the 10th album the dude record. from the record label's like uh i owe you guys a bunch of money you're gonna give me this record and dave's like i got nothing i got nothing it's all well. He says it's all up in my head, but which was code for I ain't got shit. Right. Right. And so, um, Dave's trying to hype up what he has in his head just to kind of keep the conversation moving. And he goes, "What I've got up in here, it's gonna blow your dick out into your mouth." <laughs> <laughs> and there's just a banter back and forth with that uh, between Dave yeah. and the record head, record label head. My who's, mouth. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of lines in this movie that remind, I, and, I, and I hate to keep bringing it back to it, but it reminds me of like the, a, the, the lines Destiny. and shit from the because yeah. there's a literal line in the Pick of Destiny. He's like, "What we've got's gonna set off fucking fireworks in your dick." Like, yeah, like, that's, that's a line that same thing, th- completely interchangeable. Like a lot of the dialogue. Well, I'm shit. sure a lot of it was oh, yeah. nods to those guys for sure. Oh, yeah, for I, sure. I got I got a lot of Tommy Boy uh, vibes from that. Like you get a good look at a T-bone by shoving my head up a bull's ass by, by a butcher's ass, or maybe it's my ass. <laughs> Put a dick in my mouth. Who's where's the dick gonna go? <laughs> Stick around. You might find out. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I mean, I actually like I, I really enjoyed the movie. So I actually have a number of quotes. Same, that I really same. Nice. My whole phone is full. But um, I don't know. Like I think the biggest one, which is uh, something that I hope to hear one day from one of my employees, is. He's an ass-flapping, dick-slapping, one-flew-over-the-cuckoo's-nest asshole. That was great. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, that's yeah. fantastic. 
So that's who said, like who's the one that said that? Uh, I think that was Pat Smear. Pat, yeah, yeah. So I mean, there was that, that one. Pat's Pat fucking rolling this. Pat, yeah, Pat had oh, some yeah. good he, shit. He had some good. He had he's some another guys. guy that's been around since like the beginning. He's left a couple times, like Dave did. Yeah, but he always comes back and right. does stuff. Um, with him. Right, because they're the snacks. Yeah. I was right. I was initially <laughs> thinking he was the weakest actor out of the group until and, and he kind of quote-unquote is i mean it's a band playing themselves so you have yeah. to take a lot of Let's it with a grain fair. of salt they're all bad they're not actors. professional actors yeah. they're no, musicians no. Right. yeah and but they lean into it so hard that it comes all the way back around makes it funny yeah. and it makes like it that's the I best think part it makes, I, yeah it makes it work i think pat smears like acting and put it in quotes yeah um i mean that's shit i think that's his personality uh, i mean you see him in interviews i mean he's very just stale He's well, a very yeah. stale. I mean, even his stage presence. He, I was going to say, even on stale. stage, he doesn't do yeah. much. Like he, he he's a can, quiet, he reserved he guy. Rhythm, yeah. But he's not like Dave running around. But there's and, there's roles you fill in a band, just yeah. like anything else, yeah. and that's like I mean, you guys would fucking know. Yeah, that's whatever. Jesus. What do you guys? There's know? only four of us, so we have to play more than one role. <laughs> often, yeah. Yeah. Yes. often. Josh, did you have any quotes? Uh, yeah, there, I got a couple actually. Um, this is a little bit later. They're uh, walking along the fence, and. Uh, Rami sits there and has this bird call. Yeah. And so I can't was remember who you? it was behind Did you just him. make it's that like, noise? Yeah. It was like, I thought we had a yellow warbler infestation. Just Rami <laughs> just turns around and goes, it was a thrush. And then Samantha is, come this way, my little thrush. And <laughs> over by the pool. He's so like, that was a thrush, you asshole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're supposed to know. I love, yeah, I love that it's like blatantly like, you're a piece of shit for not knowing what bird I just sounded like. That you're not like. an ornithologist? Yeah. Fuck you. Well, the fact that, you know, He's like, I thought we had a yellow warbler infestation. No, it was, it was not a yellow warbler. It was warbler. a wooden thrush. Was a wooden thrush. <laughs> Speak. Like, you guys have uh, bird watching hobbies outside the band? I mean, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a good one. I think Killing. they just became my second favorite band after Coldplay. That that's, was, uh, that's on that point. Was mine. Oh, yep, that was mine as well. He that stole that, it. that was the best line from Will Forte throughout the, throughout the movie. Yep. That was his best one. Yeah. Yep. So speaking of, I have one more quote real quick, and if we want to come back to quotes, we can. Um, but... Speaking of Rami, um, Rami is trying to help Dave through his writer's block, mm -hmm. and Rami's like this holistic, kind of hippy-dippy sort of character, and he goes, have you tried meditating, Dave? <laughs> and Dave just gets this violent look on his face, and he goes, fuck meditating in the ass, Rami. <laughs> <laughs> just viscerous, that oh, viscerally, just so good. That is the most I have related to Dave Grohl ever yeah and, and oh, that, sure. is, that is like i don't know if you guys ever watched the shout out to to uh first week from first first week feast um but they do the show hot ones yeah and he had yep. dave Grohl on there dave Grohl in this movie plays i mean obviously he's playing himself but his like his lines and everything are things that dave Grohl would say to you if you met him on the street right it was he was playing himself Perfectly, because he did, and that's that's the best way to do it. If you're doing a movie about your yourself, it's just be yourself. Exactly. And he did he did it fucking. It was great. It was fantastic. I guess everything that he said, everything that he did, I'm like Dave Grohl would say this, and I got a concert, or he would say this to like one of his buddies or something like that. Dylan, or, did you or, have any? Or he'd say it as he's one. riding by the Southern Baptist Church, rolling along the back of a truck. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Love that man for that. Yeah, he's amazing. Um, I mean the Coldplay one that got stolen from me. Um, yeah. But the 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 part that really got me was, uh, and I it's just because I fucking related to it. Carrie King playing Krug, um, or Krug is it Krug or Krug? Krug. Krug. They always Krug. 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 Um, yeah. 
But like he goes in there and they like wired all up the the studio oh, for recording. I'm sorry, <laughs> there's so many fucking people in here. Yeah. Um, but he he says like, dude, who wired this house? A bunch of fucking mental patients. And that's right <laughs> before he gets electrocuted. And oh, you didn't and, take mine. And I just um, well, okay, all right. Um, <laughs> uh, I just I, I fucking related to it. That's why I saved that one is because, because I mean setting up all like this shit. Forty minute I update mean, on your Apple when we got here and you had to. Rewire everything and and and, and the mental patient that set it up was actually you. Yeah, yeah. Blow, blow me. Blow me. Um, anybody yeah. see Shutter Island? <laughs> right. right. Hey, shout out to a future episode, by the way. Yeah, Martin Scorsese. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, what I related to it because in multiple aspects of my life, um, I mean, doing podcast shit. Yeah. Cable management, um, playing guitar, radio, fucking oh, cable a, management, radio, right um, doing DJ shit, and How then many times I mean, you even walked in to set something, I'm like, what fucking moron tried right? to do anytime this? Anytime you have to travel right? to I a mean, venue even, that yeah. has house sound, is anytime yeah. that I try oh, to plug, fuck. every anytime that I try to plug something in, and Dylan comes by after me, he's like, Jesus. Right, yeah. I mean, but idiot. even even my nine to five working for the intertent company, um, I mean, going into a customer's house and their fucking router and their computer, and it's just a fucking rat's nest oh. of cables. Oh, you would like, lose I'll, your mind if you walked into my home office. You I, fucking, I, I shit that's you why not. We record here. It, yeah, I'd there, have to hide my rope and my guns and everything. There, <laughs> there was there was one place that was so fucking bad. I walked into a customer's house and it was just a tangled mess. And I, I just I stared at it for a solid ten seconds, and I went, uh-uh, nope. He, he turns around, and, and I walked that. out of the house. I went out by my car. I smoked a cigarette, and I had to really talk myself <laughs> into it. Like it's okay, just unplug every single fucking cable, straighten it out, run it, and I, it, I did take a before and after because I mean you yeah. had to. I imagine it, it was good. To. I imagine Little that pat on the back yeah. after it's all done, right? I imagine that situation being like that 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 scene in the movie. I don't remember which movie. I know that they parodied it in Wayne's World, but the scene where the guy's standing there and he's like slowly looks back to the camera and you just see one tear. Yeah. Come yeah. out of his eye. Yeah, oh, the old yeah. the old Native it's, American litter yeah. commercial. Yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly. yeah that's exactly yeah. it. Yeah, that's I just exactly imagine it. that that's that's what Dylan's face looked like. It's yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, but from that same scene, uh, so which is a very rock and roll type thing, a very like metalhead type thing. Krug gets electrocuted. He dies, and they're they're, uh, they're sitting there. He's trying to wake him up. He's like, Krug, Krug. Krug, Jägermeister! Jägermeister, Krug! <laughs> and you just stole my other one. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that that oh, is so man. fucking that was perfect. Great. But uh, yeah, so is, do, you guys, do you guys have any more? I'm, I well, got, you guys said you had a lot. So. I, say, I have one you more two... that was kind of towards the end okay. of the end of it. Uh, this was after um, Dave got possessed. Yeah. And um, he, he's starting to get sick. He's spewing bile everywhere. And it's real nasty. <laughs> He just the scene focuses on his face and he just yaks super hard off off to the side. And his quote right after that goes, No more oat milk beer bongs for Davy. <laughs> it's like what the hell is so that? Hey, yeah, let's move on a little bit. Let's, let's try. Let's try to move on a little bit. Let's do some scenes. Yeah, why don't we talk about some scenes? Some yeah, of our favorite yeah, yeah, scenes. Yeah. Say hello to our favorite scene. And now, our favorite scene. This is a sceneable movie. It's yeah. very oh, scene, yeah, a lot of really scene cool driven. Yeah. Um, I can't decide which one's my favorite. There's three of them. Um, so one, the, so visually, my the, the the most well I think well shot scene 
in this movie and and perfectly edited was when uh uh Pat and what is his name uh not Rami when Pat and Nate, Nate yeah. are they Dave catches him after he's possessed after he kills Taylor um, he catches him hiding and shit, and then he's chasing him through the house, and every turn, oh, yeah. there's another demon and yeah. shit. And it was the only part in this movie that actually, like, a couple times I'm like, oh, shit. Like, it yeah. kind of freaked me out a little bit. It was actually it was actually creepy. But the cinematography was fucking phenomenal there. It was good. Um, Dave Grohl was legitimately creepy and legitimately scary, chasing yeah. after him as a, as a demon. So that one was cool. Um, the basement scene where Dave gets possessed originally was, was awesome. That was also... it's. Made this whole fucking movie had major throwbacks and major callouts to Evil Dead, like the whole book uh, yeah, being yeah, in, you yeah, know being yeah. made of human to- skin. That's right. that is the book of the dead. Yeah, like and then like the uh, uh, it basically being a living thing. Um, the the scene where Dave comes out of the fucking pool. Um, after he falls into the pool, the scene that he comes out, he comes yeah. out in the pose of the girl climbing out of her grave yep. in Evil Dead. Yep. It was a direct callback to that. Um, and then the other scene that I have is Dave and uh, the uh, uh, Jeremy, the played by Jeff Garland, where they're both just repeatedly kicking each other in the nuts. Yeah. Just back yeah. and forth kicking <laughs> each other in the nuts was fucking fantastic. But those are my favorite scenes out of the movie. Uh, what do you guys got? Um, I might take any of your guys' because this to me was like I was having trouble I was trying to take as many notes as I could so I had something to go off of but at that point I was like this scene is like oh my god um so Rami and Whitney Cummings character have been flirting throughout the movie he's trying to get with her you know it's the whole thing and so he finally is you know crossing third base coming home and they're laying down in the bed getting hot and heavy and um, the whole thing was they're trying to be quiet so Dave doesn't find out. Well, it pans to Dave being under the bed while they're getting going, and he just takes a chainsaw, and it comes through Whitney Cummings' head into Rami as well, and then slices them plus the bed all the way down in half. Yeah, dude. And I was like, I just, my notes here said, the scene um, where Dave sawing Rami and Whitney in half from under the bed. Holy shit. Yeah. That was so my note. Didn't, didn't they have some kind of George Thorogood tune in the background so there? There's, I have a bit of trivia about Jackal. it. There's, yeah, it, yeah, should yeah. Have been, it should have been bad to the bone is what it should have been. That well, was a missed Jackal, opportunity. I guess, so because be, that's an actual fucking song. Yeah, and yeah. The, the guitar solo is a fucking chainsaw. And, and exactly, oh, that, so that, that's true. I forget about that trivia part. Yeah, that is the, the guitarist from Jackal has a chainsaw, a picture of a chainsaw on his guitar. Yeah. They played that song. Um, well, the, he, they're getting Bias. fucking cut in half. Yeah. And another interesting thing is, like, everyone thinks that that scene had, like, heavy CGI. Like, that was all practical effects. Like, those that's were two, the yeah. Sam, Sam Raimi vibes yeah. that you yeah, get there. That's, he's one, one of my more, favorite scary movie directors. Yep, absolutely. And, and he's notorious for being, like, not anti-CGI, but is, like, last resort CGI. He wants to do it because he just real. did, like, the, the Doctor Strange multiverse. Yeah, and that was a had, like, huge departure. Yeah. Ever yeah. Fucking seen and <laughs> he was original director for the Spider-Man franchise, mm-hmm. the Tobey Maguire mm-hmm. franchise, yep. and that was lacing in a lot of CGI, but he a did ton. a ton of practice. He's a big right. practical effects. Yeah, which he's, which he's like that old school director. Yeah. And with me being, like, a huge Lord of the Rings fan, like, practical CGI, or, sorry, practical effects are my go-to. If I... Were to ever, 
in some fucking alternate universe, direct a movie or be able to work on a movie and have the say in the type of effects that are done, like 90% would be practical. Right. Because it just, it, it sucks you so you much more tell. into the movie and you can yeah, tell. You can absolutely. You can tell. And it's oh, actually yeah, typically more cost effective as well. 100%. So oh, yeah. not well, only they age, a, they age rather well too. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. You and know, that's practical it, effects. Yeah. With, with Lord of the Rings, the big explosions and all the other crazy shit that happens, a lot of that was real fucking explosions right. and crazy Peter shit. Right. Peter Jackson so, was way ahead of his time on that For one. sure. For sure. sure, but yeah, that that scene was that scene was like one of the most like impactful and gory scenes. And they said that after they were done filming that scene, that there was a good like two to three inches of standing blood in the room. Mm. Fake blood. I believe, I believe that. it because it was spraying so splatters all over the ceiling, the walls, yeah. everything. It was resetting for that scene. De- would definitely take, a callback. You to can maybe shoot that scene twice in a day. I was, yeah, was going to say that was probably a one take shot. Like yeah, you don't. Oh yeah, no, one and done. Yeah. So for a lot of, I listen to a lot of podcasts that do like behind the scenes stuff for shows. And is whatever. after the credits one of them? One, after the credits is one. Of them. Um, they talk about like the the business side of it and like what goes into the production side of it and um they were talking about an episode of the office where michael proposes to holly and the sprinklers go down right yeah and so they rigged those sprinklers to go on cue because they're filming a scene and they're they had to strip that set install a tray under the floor that caught all that water so it didn't damage the subfloor and then build the set back over the top of it and so when they'd hit those sprinklers that would i mean you could film that scene once a day and they got it they shot it twice and took the first take that's wild but yeah that's the kind of stuff that goes into that yeah which is is so impressive and that's why i love films and 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 you know tv shows so much is the work that's done behind the scenes that you don't really see or know about is is sometimes what's the most fucking impressive thing about a movie for sure that's a rob got any scenes look i got a bunch of scenes that i love (laughs) like so i'm a huge like gore and horror movie fan bro um so like <clears throat> the opening scene where jenna ortega gets her head bashed in with, with a hammer. hammer and you got her like femur sticking out of her head <laughs> oh my god that i love that whew, that got my blood rushing um, <laughs> so, serious some serious serial killer vibes coming Rob from and, I and, I, and, I, and I'm over here in the corner going oh god I can't watch I mean, Rob and I are watching Rob's that like, scene <laughs> yeah. Rob and I are watching that scene and we're almost always on the same wavelength I just go the hip bones connected to and we both go Lay nothing <laughs> we say nothing because it's shooting out the side of her body oh, that's great um, so I mean there's that um, but yeah no serial killers is like that's kind of like my so, silent, silent fascination. Obsession. Yeah, I, I'm right I there with you. I love learning. Did you about like Dahmer? Did you like the Netflix? You know, I, Dahmer. I didn't. Not it wasn't like really. It. it wasn't really gory. No. It, it, yeah. it, it was really just the psychological aspect right. of all of it, which was, right. in my opinion, a bit more chilling than. Right. If they and would see, be shown, yeah, that's, that's show like the, the big thing D. that yeah. I liked about it right. was that it showed like his mind because that's what I'm interested in with the serial killers yeah. I don't give a shit what they did right. I mean I do well, yeah. it's horrendous it's monstrous but right. you know but what their why? thought process of why How did is it what's get there? more yeah. Yeah, yeah. intriguing um, and, and Evan Peters is a fucking stud oh, he's yeah. so yeah. good yeah. at Absolutely. that shit for sure um, um, you know another one for the, the gore factor was when uh, the delivery driver uh, <clears throat> Will Forte just gets beheaded by garden shears yeah that one was a great one. one it actually that brings me, me back to a different movie that uh, I saw like 2003, um, and I don't even remember the name of it, but it was like this lady trying to seduce her husband, but her husband was like so 
like whatever disenchanted that she would like she went into the bathroom she took like big scissors cut off her cut off her lips took Mm -hmm. garden shears cut off her breasts you know like took scissors to anything that could be bad and then walks out and he's like sobbing like oh honey what did we do and then like they go to the bedroom and you know they start getting into it Jesus Christ they're both crying and then she just turns the garden shears on his lower extremities and I was like ooh Ooh, God Ooh. brings back those vibes. Brutal as fuck. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I, along the lines of the gore factor in this movie, I love the, and I hate saying this, but like the symbol decapitation of Taylor Hawkins. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dude, was that was like, insane. that was like some wild, wild west. Will, you know, the Will Smith wild, wild west where <laughs> yeah. it's like yeah. those saw blades that track and, you yeah. know, decapitate it's like, everybody. It's sticking in the wall and like yeah. his head just chilling there. there and his body just like drops. Slowly like that yeah. descends and Perfection. spurts <laughs> gallons of blood. Sam Raimi blood spray. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Kill the Bill style. Yeah. 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 Very. For sure. Yeah, I, I was really bummed out in the scene that the delivery guy died when they pulled, they grabbed his head and lifted up his head. I'm like, you guys couldn't have done a better prosthetic. I literally head. said it looked, like, it looked nothing, nothing like, like him. Will Forte. At like, all. what's going on here? But, but I mean, again, very small budget, and yeah, it's a know, fuck when, around. When type. the band's playing playing with their own money, it, you know, yeah, they'll, yeah. they'll, they'll save it. it like, it works. That's yeah, basically it works. Yeah, so, Josh, uh, you got any? Yeah, actually, I do. I've, I've got uh, one that really stuck out in my brain, and this kind of goes back to. Uh, Carrie King being in it, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, since uh, Slayer has become defunct and broken up, and mm-hmm. they're they're not doing anything anymore. Yeah. And, you know, Carrie's been out there just bitching up a storm about you know how Slay- he felt not Slay- working. Slayer and yeah, too soon right. And, yeah. You know, he had more. He's got more in him, and and all that. So mm-hmm. I kind of got a little bit of a sixth satisfaction when. He, he reached back in there and he got fried. Yeah. Yeah. Like, got I'm just like, yes, killing him off, killing him <laughs> off. You know, I mean, as a guitar player, he's fucking awesome. I love him to death. Yeah, I, but he's kind you know, of got, an asshole. He is. He is a, a bit of an he's asshole. A prick. He's a prick. Uh, well, and and that honestly, it was the whole of Slayer was a, a band of. People who were kind of assholes. Yes, like, they they really all were. of them were really yeah not good. There's not I'm sure there's people. a litany of stories that will come out oh, in I'm some sure documentary at yeah. some point in about time how about they were them. Just not great or books yeah. or but yeah, stuff. there was a bit of satisfaction. There's a little little, little bit of that sick satisfaction, you know, just like ah, you, you got what you got, got what you were gonna, <laughs> gonna, gonna get. Yeah. Exactly for sure. Um, do you got any other ones? You... Uh, and you know I, you know, agree with you. The the basement basement scene where he's down there yeah. discovering the. The, the recording from the previous band. Right. He's, just, he's playing that. He's like, yeah, this is it. This is the next album. This right. is it. And, you know, finally mm-hmm. getting rid of that writer's block and getting and possessed, get, getting possessed yeah. and then yeah. going up and then all the shenanigans ensue. Badass. Yeah, yeah for sure. It, the, the whole movie just gave me such a an evil dead yeah. Oh, very much so. so like, speaking of like all these directors and movies we've been referencing throughout mm-hmm. this whole segment, um, did anybody catch who helped produce the music? John Carpenter. John yeah. Carpenter of he Halloween the fame. Halloween. Of the, yeah. for the and, movie, can, and he was also in the movie yeah. as their, their, uh, the guy behind the board. Yeah, the old him. dude behind the, the soundboard. Was that, and, was that John, yeah. John, John wow. Carpenter? Yeah. And, um, Which is great. It's it's such an homage to horror movies to have John Carpenter, the, oh, the king of horror movies soundtracks. Well, and you can even yeah. hear, I mean, there was a direct the corollary 
to the oh, intro there, music there was, there was from a, the original the Halloween, Halloween yeah. theme. Yeah. 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 yeah, I was like, oh, I'm not gonna lie. When I saw like John Carpenter's like, yeah. instruments, it, it yeah. was great. When I saw Carpenter behind the board, I swear to God, I thought it was George Carlin for a second. He looked oh, just yeah. like just him. Was, yeah, uh, the guy from Saw. Oh, oh shit! Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The main dude, Jigsaw. Yeah. That's crazy. My my favorite scene in the movie. I didn't ask you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. No one's oh, yeah, no Dylan's one's, no one's taking it. Dylan, uh, no one's no yeah, one said it. it. Is uh, when he, when when uh, Dave first goes to the basement and plays the tape. Um, I mean that fucking scene, the aura with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean. When when the song starts fucking playing, it's not a Foo Fighters song no. by no, any means. No. It's very doom stoner metal. I'm a big Sabbath fan, and that is it definitely right in, in that realm. Yeah. Um, and right I don't give a fuck what your preferred genre is. There's some tasty riffs in no, that no. 40 yeah. minute Foo song. Foo Fighters came out with an album, a full metal album after this, that was in the genre of like. Fucking thrash and heavy, like screaming metal. That's cool. Yeah. W- with with this with that that band, it, it's under a different name, right. but it's the Foo Fighters writing an entire metal album based off of this oh, movie. And yeah. it's, that's so cool. The whole fucking vultures. They, is, they they can do it. Well, so the whole oh, yeah. fucking album you, slaps. You bring dude, that it's up. Heavy as hell. The scene where they start jamming on that riff as a band. Yeah. Initially the key of L. The key of L sharp. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Okay, Dave, whatever. But. I just was watching that scene and I go, they captured exactly what it's like when you come to band practice with this exciting riff yeah. and you don't That's know how the ask. guys are going to gonna yeah. do it. So like a lot of times how we start songs, not every song, but a lot of the times I'll come up with a riff and I'm like, okay, this sounds cool. It's not in time. It's not on beat. That's these guys' yeah. job. It's just an idea. Right. I'm just yeah, like, it's, it's a thought I'm, just throw, I'm just sticking things to the wall, yeah. right? And so I'll bring it to practice after I've been jamming it out a little bit and you know, we'll, it's like forging raw iron. You just keep at it. You keep at keep it until it until, it until you refine into yeah. a song, or you decide to scrap it, or mm-hmm. you save it for later, whatever. Yeah. Um, but just when you hit that one riff after, especially after a long period of not being able to come up with anything that yeah, you really you have enjoy, that writer's constipation. Because sometimes you're writing songs to fill out a set. Sometimes you're yeah. writing songs to record on an album. Yeah. Sometimes you're just trying to backlog things so that when you get busy, future, you, can you can go back something. to it. Yeah. So there's a lot of different motivational factors behind writing something. Um, but there's nothing better than when you find that one riff, you're like, this is the riff. The song and that, is and you yeah. see, based off of this entire thing. And yeah. you see the persona of Dave change when he realizes, like, this is the fucking riff. Right. This is what we're going to do. And you get and hyped. That, that was one of the reasons that we, why we agreed on this one to this movie to do is because you guys are currently in the process correct of of recording yep. Yep. for your guys' yep. album. So yep. like I was like I was like this is going to I was like I, I was like I wonder how much of this is going to ring true to what they're yeah, going through. Yeah, that, that was a huge as, motivation. As, soon as that scene came up, I'm just sitting here going, god, this, this That's that relentless. Is, this is, when we wrote Relentless, that was the first new This is the writing one. process. Yeah. Relentless was the first new song we had with our our current vocalist Mitch and so from top to bottom all four of us worked on it and it is one of our favorite ones to play. It is a burner. And the crowd has loved it the few times that we've gotten to play it at shows. And, like, we cold call that breakdown at the end of the set because that breakdown's so heavy and it just makes you want to 
break the floor. Yeah, dude, and it's it, I, I figured that like with the whole recording process being done in this one along the lines of like a horror movie and stuff too. I'm like, well, they can bring some stories in on the horrors of actually because re- it's it's fun, like probably 90 percent fun. But there's the the chunk of recording an album that's not fun. The repetitive of doing it over and over and over again yeah, you are is not a good fucking time. Right. Josh you can know. speak directly to that. Yeah, you know, being stepping up and you know doing the the capture for this album. It's it's been like just one headache yeah. after another, and then when we finally get past that point that's been holding us up, yeah. it's like, oh, we got this figured out. Let's go, and then then it's just it's great times until we hit right. that next roadblock. And right, then, well, because you, you can know, do a lot. In shout editing. out to scratch tracks, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and room recordings, and room recordings, <laughs> and hardware and computers deleting up. half your shit. <laughs> I, oh no, oh no, yeah, that's that's well, always you fun. Can, you can do a lot of shit in editing, but like you want to play the actual like what you're gonna what you're trying to get out and what you're trying to record. You want to play it as perfectly as possible, exactly. Which yeah. is yeah. such a fucking pain to do when you've got all, a well, you've and, got eyes on you, b you've got something recording so you're like this has got to be and everybody's a, everybody's a producer right everybody's mm-hmm. a producer now right whether you're doing a podcast you're recording you're on tiktok you're streamer right. whatever you're doing mm-hmm. so many people now this equipment is so readily available because everybody's doing it mm-hmm. that also means most people know what they're listening to and right. know what they're talking about so when it comes to approaching an album too it's like okay we want to be able to do this but like the people who know the work that take it takes to do this yeah. will know where you cut corners. If it's overproduced. It will over be talked editing. about. That yeah. is your right. fingerprint yeah. out there in the world. There's so many albums, like, uh, uh, fucking A Day Remembers, You're Welcome. Like, that whole album sounded so fucking just overproduced and really, like, it, it's just, you, you couldn't, you could feel that there wasn't, like, this crazy passion behind it that you usually get with one of their albums. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, I'm listening to it with Isaiah, and, like, immediately we're like, yeah, I'm not feeling it. Like, I'm not, I can, I can tell, and I'm not feeling it. So, yeah, I, and with how you guys are, like I said, you know, pre, on our previous episode, you guys are having fun doing it, which, at, like I said, 90% of the recording process is a good time. But there's that, there's still that shit <laughs> prospect yeah, there, of like still the point of still kept, is like, man i gotta go and not do this easy and, yeah for sure yeah, for sure yep, yeah I'm, I'm glad right. we, we could talk about uh, this one with you guys because it's yeah, yeah it's it's a little more relatable to what you guys it, are doing right it now. fit right in with like our past you and i tyler and yeah, then yeah. um what we're you know kind of currently going into and what we've been interested in ever since right so, for so sure it's yeah. a great way to wrap it all together yep so Dylan, did you do you have any? Did we get you with scenes? Do you have any scenes? <laughs> the basement scene. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Just, and that yeah. one. The only other thing I had to add was all the like the visual aspects of it. The yeah. Um, I mean the fucking. It really was a beautiful the, like. I mean, it just looked cool. It movie, looked. Yeah. I mean, all satanic and shit. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. The fucking raccoon. Well, like, there's all no there's no up. new horror. Like there are quote unquote new horror movies, yeah. but they're all. It's all cookie cutter, Cut right? Yeah. It's there's, all the same. Yeah. There's definitely a formula. And, right. mm-hmm. you know, there's been really good horror movies done since the Alfred Hitchcock days, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, yeah. that's like the pinnacle, and everything yeah, is a derivative era. of yeah. Psycho, Psycho yeah. the Birds, etc., yeah. etc. Et yeah, that Boris Um Yeah, big time. And, and then you have the flip when you get to the, the to the time when they're doing like Halloween and the Friday slashers, the 13th. The well, and then everything's reboot, 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 sequel, sequel, sequel. Yeah, exactly. So it's hard to find fresh ideas, and this wasn't necessarily a fresh idea in but fact, it, it was to be fair it was one of the least fresh i mean because like even 
break oh. it down to like the raccoon scene where like this raccoon is dead. It's also now possessed and it's alive and it's moving. Yeah. That is a pet scene cemetery. straight out of fucking well pet cemetery, but straight out of Evil Dead with the fucking deer the on the deer wall that's yeah. possessed and starts talking. Yeah. Like, it's this. <laughs> there's it. There's a lot of callbacks and pulls from other horror movies which I really enjoy being a horror nerd like I really enjoy seeing right. that in there but it was also original along the lines of like the, it's it's a band doing it right. it's they're they're in it's cheeky trying. it's like they and that's what whole, I was going like, to say metal side like the whole idea of metal being like a product of like in some people's eyes of like satanism and right. like and like you know demonic shit like metal has that stigmatism they took that, flipped it on its head, and fucking shoved it in your face. It was like, right. well, this ma- album is going to be made by, by yeah, brutality, by, and yeah. yeah. Um, so that's what I was going to say too. Is like everything is a copy of everything else, but they try to act like it's not. Yeah. Versus this entire movie was built on the bones of referencing all their favorite horror movies that they've either had some hand in mm-hmm. or just love, just absolutely yeah. love. Yeah. And so that's when you see the cameos come through, and, right? Yeah. And the scenes <laughs> and everything, like it just. I liked that they pushed so far into it that it ended up working out in their favor. Right. Cause if you cause there's that fine it, line of yeah. being like, this is dumb. Yeah. And it was dumb. Don't get me wrong. It, yeah. It was, a, it's a dumb, in, cause it's a, it's a, a horror way. comedy. So it's in supposed to be dumb, but it was mm-hmm. dumb. It, it was dumb that it became smart. It was it. dumb, funny in the sense of like a Will Ferrell type movie. Right. Right. Where it's yeah. like so ridiculous. It spins all the way back that it around. Works. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. Works. For sure. So, yeah. I mean, I don't think, I don't think anyone was supposed to get legit scared. From no, it. no, uh, no, this no. wasn't this. Th- it was ridiculousness from I mean, the I start think, to finish. I think their you target really demographic like the, is us. You know, 100%. Yeah, I mean, metalheads metal heads who enjoy horror movies, right. like who yeah. enjoy gore and horror movies. That's basically it. I mean, gore you can really movies, tell it, if you will. Gore I'm movies. I'm sorry. I oh, know I liked it. Um, you can really tell with like the overuse of blood, the overuse of gore. Like it's it's like, OK, it's to the and Sam Raimi does it as well. It's like, OK, it's meant to be silly. Mm-hmm. Like, it's right. meant to yeah. be. This is now so, a bit. It's, and yeah. it's so over Tarantino, the, top, the Tarantino shit. Like it's a, it's right. meant to be goofy. Right. Um, you know, it, it's. The, the him puking as much as he puked, like him throwing up that much. It's like okay, I it, I get it. It's supposed to be fucking the hard sh- egregious the as cinematography fuck. on that shot too, because he's looking right at the camera, <laughs> and, it, and it's and, and it's, it's clearly being, well it's clearly being pumped out of out him. of a tube. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, but he had the one to where he like turns that. his head sideways. And yeah, you can. Well, he's tell looking. He's looking right at the camera yeah, at one the, point, and it shoots out, and I'm like. That's that well is done. in him. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. he, you know, there, there's not very many ways you can do that. That right. was not computer generated. Right. Yeah. That, no, was, was, no, that, was, that was real. That was very, very well done. Yeah. Um, the only computer generated I could think I could possibly see with that is having a tube come up in front of his mouth and just having to edit out that tube in front of him. They might have. That's probably they might have green. They, they yeah. might have had to like lay it over green him and green screen the actual it. Tube and yeah. yeah. I, I could that's see that. probably but, how they actually had it. But so I, I love breaking down scenes and like guessing how, how they made it work. Trying to reverse engineer it. Yeah. They probably did that. Yeah. That's my favorite stuff too. If you ever, if you ever get a chance, check out the, the YouTube channel, uh, VFX artists react. Yeah, they go through and they break down different crazy oh, special yeah. effects and different practical effects as well. And I they, follow a lot of accounts like that on yeah, Instagram dude, too. So great, so great. But yeah, so um, as long as we don't have any other scenes, maybe I will jump into the fucking trivia. Yeah, sound good, Dylan. Yeah. So Taylor Hawkins 
admitted on several talk show appearances, including Howard Stern and Jimmy Kimmel, that he refused to bother learning the script at all and improvised <laughs> every single one of his lines, deciding to just say whatever he felt in the moment, which you can tell. Like you can tell. He was but very it works, off the cuff. And it, it helped with the acting side of things, I think. Right. It, it made it a little more natural because it was just him bullshitting, basically. Um, we talked about this a little bit. The red 1995 Dodge 1500 Ram van that was used uh, in the film is the same van used on the Foo Fighters' first U.S. tour to promote their debut album um, that it was going to be used for, again, for the band's 25th anniversary van tour in 2020, but then it was canceled due to COVID. Um, instead, they used the van for the for the actual movie. Um, this film was filmed secret in during the pandemic, which I mentioned as well. Uh, a little bit, which is it's crazy because I didn't really hear about that it was gonna be happening until like a month before it came out, and yeah. I was like, "Oh fuck!" Like, yeah, it was a surprise yeah. to everybody. Like a Foo Fighters horror fucking metal movie. This is gonna be amazing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, just the name Studio Six Six Six. You had great. to. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. telling my grandma about watching that movie. I was telling her we were coming out to this podcast <laughs> and stuff. I go, "You're probably not gonna like this one as much, but it was called Studio Six Six Six. Oh, and a typical, my grandma's no. the sweetest woman ever, and she's just like, that sounds like so much fun. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Most, like, Christian woman I know. Yeah. I love it. Is that, you is that your no grandma idea. that came out to uh, yeah, she, Fright Night? Yeah, she won the costume yeah. contest at Fright Night. What, what the fuck? fuck? Shout out to she, Carol Storer. She's a real MVP. Carol, you fucking stud. She's That's awesome. <laughs> So when Dave Grohl was in the cellar, a Buck Rogers ray gun is visible. It's the same gun that's on the Foo Fighters' first album cover. I saw that. Yeah. I didn't catch it until I until like my second watch through. My second watch through, I was like, is that? That's the fucking ray gun from their album. That's like that's awesome. That's cool. Um, when Dave Grohl raises out of the pool, he mimics the pose of the woman on the poster from the Evil Dead, the the original the original 1981 Evil Dead. That's the one of the first callbacks to another horror movie. Another one, which involves uh, Will Forte. Is when the delivery guy first drives up to the house and he stops halfway up the stairs and looks up to the light. That's from The Exorcist. When the priest is walking up the stairs and he stops and he looks up at the light, it's the same cut from that from that movie. It's the same thing. It's a callback to it. I didn't talk much about the Lionel Richie part because of this this bit that I have, but Dave Grohl revealed that in an, in an interview that Lionel Richie himself decided on set during the scene to, to drop the cluster of F-bombs. Thank God, because that was so funny. I guess what they had written for him was a very, like, respectable, like, you know, calm reaction to it. And he came out and just fired at fucking Dave yeah. for, for, for that was, doing the song. That was, was a quote so we should have gotten in there. I know we referenced it earlier, but he's like, he's playing, Dave's playing Hello. Yeah. You know, he's got this little piano. It's this somber little moment. Right. And he's trying to, you know, help his writer's block. And, and Lionel Richie comes out of the dark and he goes... Man, I like that song. No, I love that fucking song. Get your own fucking song. <laughs> I like playing that song. So it's my fucking song. <laughs> that was another good scene is uh, when he gets writer's block and he starts playing oh, his own song. Yeah, right. so yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, that was a yeah, great song. That's, that's Everlong. Everlong. Right. You wrote it 15 years ago. Another reason I like yeah, it is all it's, my life. Fucking, it's fucking relatable. Right. Is I've done that. Like, I've been like, okay, all right, I got to sit down. New I riff, have to new fucking riff is write. Fucking sick. Like, I got to oh. start writing. And it's then I just start playing a song I've been playing since I was like 17 or some shit. You're like, that sounds good. Oh, it's because I've been playing it for my whole fucking life. Were trivias? Yeah, I got a bit. Um, So we talked about Carrie King being Krug, mm-hmm. the roadie. Um, that was an interesting little cameo. Um, 
director B.J. McConnell had previously helmed the movie, or sorry, Hatchet 3 and a trilogy of Slayer videos. So Hatchet 3 is a really bad horror movie that he did. Um, Those directing experiences combined with having operated camera and steady cam on countless genre films, um, which he, he, he'd been in some really big fucking movies operating cameras. Um, but, uh, Dave said he knew our language, um, and it was really easy to work with him because he took yeah. very, it, he needed very little direction. He could blend the two worlds and I, that's smart. That was very smart. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the for caretaker now. was supposed to be one with the overgrown mansion. So his makeup design incorporated roots and moss growing through and out of his skin, which I thought was. Like it, it's something that you saw and you're like, oh, I get this. Like right. I get, I get why they did it, that makeup it's and stuff. Not out of place. Yeah, no. no, it works really, really well. No. This is a long one. So, Tony Gardner and the All Terrain crew devised an ingenious, gory effect where a couple engaged in amorous activities both get sawn in half by a chainsaw that rises up from beneath their bed. Wanted to one up the arrow coming through Kevin Bacon's neck in the original Friday the Thirteenth. I don't know if you guys are familiar with yeah. that. Uh, with that yeah. scene. Yeah, and see how far we could go with it, and then they just didn't stop us. <laughs> He's like, we went and we basically saw As a all guy good bits and start and end. Yeah, exactly. He's like, and then we basically went in and saw a guy at a girl hat in half of the chainsaw while they're having sex on a bed. With comedy, you can really push stuff. Unfortunately for us, Dave and BJ just let us go for it. And I'm like, all right, well, that's perfect. Um, he's like, it's so ridiculously extreme. Extreme. There's more blood in that scene being sprayed around the room. Than there would ever really be in the rest of the movie combined or in their bodies combined. He's like, it's everywhere in the room. It's on the ceiling. It's on the walls and on the floor. There's about two inches deep by the end of the scene, which is fucking crazy. Think about just walking on set to that studio and just walking into that room and being like, what the um, fuck? Imagine them filming? cleaning. Say it was real oh, blood oh. and they cleaned it all up and then you hit it with a black light. Oh, you no, go blind and see no, it from space. The Hubble would <laughs> freaking pick that up. Oh, that's great. Um, so the interesting thing about Jenny Ortega, so she briefly appears as Sky, the final victim um, of Greg Knoll, arguably one of the more popular, uh, the more successful actors in the actresses, actors in the movie. Um, but she was cast in the role of Wednesday on Netflix because of her short performance in this movie. Oh, that's how she got oh, that that's, gig. Because that was the first thing Rob okay, had said. Yeah. Yeah. He goes, is that Jenny Ortega? Well, you watch her, she basically plays Wednesday. Right. Yeah. Like, or at the end, yeah. just no smiles, black hair, black eyeliner, total blinking. Right. somber, no blinking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah that was her... her screen test for Wednesday. Basically, yeah, yeah and yeah, I, I, I thought that was cool as hell. I was like, oh, that's awesome. So, something really successful paid. came out of this. Yeah. yeah no shit. Yeah. yeah. And Wednesday Adams has been my crush since I was like knee high to a duck. Oh, yeah. that's, yeah, yeah that's Dude. every spooky kid's. And Jenna Ortega is Wednesday gorgeous. Adams. She's, yeah. yeah. She fit that beautiful. role incredibly. It's lowly monster for me, but yeah, I I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. I mean, oh, yeah. men of a certain age. Yeah. yeah. You know? So you must yeah. have loved the Rob Zombie Miss... It was no. okay. I, I I was really I didn't I like bummed. it at all. Uh, I, I figured you, I figured Adams. you would like That's it, Dylan, but I, I was I was really really. I'm a down. Monsters fan and a Rob Zombie fan. Which I mean, was, it was a it was a recipe for like one of his. It would have could have been one of his if it was done correctly. One of his favorite. Yeah, yeah. and see, so, yeah, I'm done. a huge Monsters fan. Mm-hmm. I like Rob Zombie's early stuff. Yeah, yeah, but like the mix of the two. They just didn't sit with me because, like, he didn't get the Rob Zombie factor out of it. No. But then also, like... Well, you can't with it being kind of a family fucking... Yeah, I, I just that, don't think that Rob Zombie should have been doing a family. They're making a Winnie show. the Pooh horror movie. You can get away with it, right? But I, I, I don't because what they were going for, what Netflix was going for, was basically a color remake of 
of the original show. Right. Yeah. And and it's just Rob Zombie. That's not his. I mean, he wants it to be original to a degree because mm-hmm. he's yeah. an artist. He that's he what had, he wants. There was yeah. an originality with and it, I, but I and, just, and that's what I think I like. He's also so about big that I don't think a lot of people tell him no. Right. And yeah, that yeah. might be a problem He's too. To that point now, yeah. I, yeah. I, one of the things I liked was same reason I liked his take on on the first Halloween was it, it was a it was yeah. an origin story, mm-hmm. right? And I'm a fucking sucker for origin same. stories. Yeah, same. fair so, enough. And it was kind of like the origin story for the monsters, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. Yeah, and that's like I get that part for the monsters. I know we derailed to the monsters, that's but fine. That's fine. Um, like I like that origin story, but just the there's something kitschiness that I, yeah. of yeah. the entire mm. movie. It was very, yeah. very kitty down to, yeah. to it, which could have been something that he could have done that still was funny, but he could have made it dark. I tell you and, what. So my, my my family every year we dress up and like almost cosplay level do Halloween costumes. Yeah. Like nice. Nice. To, and to a point one, that's where fun. it's like really impressive. Thank they get you. like professional photography and shit done with it too. It's hell yeah, you. that's oh, awesome. Nice. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, fun for the whole family. Yeah. Um, and one year we did the monsters, um, and so I like that whole getting the costumes made and shit. Like I put the monsters on and set my kids down. A good dad move, I feel like. And it was like, you kids, watch this shit. It's gonna make you good people one day. And like, um, dad, what is this? Or as fucked up as me someday. <laughs> <laughs> Why is there no color in this? Um, but but they they liked it and then uh, when the movie came out this year um, it was a good bonding moment for dad and the kids yeah. was yeah. hey look they like they made it and it's color now and it's bright right, and right. updated Enjoy. for you flashy guys. and yeah. music and yeah and I just I'm not and I know we're going off on a tangent of this movie but we have you and I haven't discussed it yet we haven't um, I am not a fan isn't of this the... a podcast about movies though so I guess is that what this is about. Fuck. Wild. That's what someone told me. Was <laughs> I was told there'd be a clean toilet, and that didn't happen. So who knows what it was, was clean until, until Rob. No. Yeah. Hi, my name's Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I I've never been a fan. Like, because they were they were great for the type of movies that Rob Do- Zombie did. Uh, you know, uh, Three from Hell, uh, Devil's Rejects. Like House all the way back, corpses. yeah, all the way back to House of a Thousand Corpses and shit. Yeah. Like the the acting style and the acting chops of the people that he casts in his movies are great for those types of movies. Except when you for his when wife. you do something along, yeah, when you do something along the lines of the monsters and trying to redo the monsters, you had actors in the original that were some of them, a couple of them are still like relevant, like are, are still do things, mm-hmm. and like yeah. you 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 cast your buddies in it, Rob, and it was it showed. It showed. It just, I, 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 I had to watch it. It took me like three attempts to watch it all the way through. Like I'd start watching it, and like I'm fucking bored, and then nope. I'd shut it off, and I'd go back and I'd watch it again. And I'm like, God damn it, I'm so fucking bored. And finally, I finished it, and I'm like, I'll never get that. Two, <laughs> I'll never get that two hours, yeah. two and a half hours yep. back. Yeah. But I mean, for for what it is, if you're if you're a huge fan of the old show and you are. You've got a family that would sit down and watch it with you, like you know Dylan. Like it's worth it's worth giving it a watch. But I I well and I'll die happy not watching it again. Studio Six Six Six. I don't know if I would watch that with my kids. I wouldn't. I wouldn't unless your kid is like you know thirteen or something. That's one thing. I might have to wait a couple of years. Yeah. Um, My kids are dogs. I'll watch it with them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, they're not savages. They're dogs. No, like they are the most civilized civilized savage animals that will sit and (laughs) and not take in what's being shown to them. Yep. (laughs) Same. But yeah. So, um, 
fun that we, we talked about Jackal uh, playing during the chainsaw scene. Um, he uses a custom guitar with a chainsaw grafted onto it, which is pretty sick. Um, the song player, sorry, uh, Dave Grohl played Satan in Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny. Um, in I this really film. wanted a cameo from that. Right. Satan. I yeah. was expecting yeah. Jack Black right. to pop well, up somewhere. Or, or yeah. some callback to him as Satan. Something, in yeah. Tenacious D would Something great. like that. But in this f- b- film, you can make a broad possessed by satanic yeah, forces. You, yeah, you like, can make a broad connection if you want right, to, I yeah. guess. But. To mention something with metal or like a, a rock off or something like that. Something. That would have been all I would have needed and be like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great. We see you. But yeah, um, that's that's what I got for uh, for trivia. Um, we do something every once in a while on here that w- with movies that have it, um, God which is. Damn it. I always fucking tell myself that I'm gonna like Google this shit ahead oh, of the episode. The fuck and count? Yeah, the yeah, fuck so, count, the death oh, count, yeah. fuck kill count. count, whatever. I'm, Let's go around, Kyle. How many times do you think they said fuck? You have the number on hand. I have the number. Oh. How long was the movie? Do you have the runtime on the movie? Uh, it was um, like an hour forty-five. Hour, so. Yeah, I almost, think almost Vegas two. would probably set this one at. at uh, I'm gonna say eighty-five times. Okay, Rob, don't cheat. Six hundred and sixty-six. Okay, <laughs> that's a, <laughs> that would have been fucking legit if that was the case. If they worked that up. It would have been a uh, biscuit song if that were the case. I'm I'm gonna say somewhere around the 120, 130 mark. Okay, Dylan. Sixty-two. Okay. So you were closest. Josh was closest. No um, so Yay. 162 job, times, Good an guys. average of 1.53 times per minute, they said the word fuck. The average was what That's per minute? 1.53 times. One and a half times per minute, they said the word yeah, fuck. Yeah, so yeah, it qualifies as a Fred Durst-led song. <laughs> Funny. He literally has a song that's like, the whole point is how many <laughs> F words can he fit into one song? And he's yeah. like... Fuck, I've said I've fuck said shit. fuck forty seven times in this fucked up rhyme. Like Jesus Christ, <laughs> I love it. Um, but yeah, it's it's on par with what was the pick of destiny, which was just under um, two times per minute in that movie that they said it. I don't oh, remember the actual wow. count, but it was under two two times. That's um, insane. Which, what's crazy is it ranks nowhere near the top of like like uh, Wolf of Wall Street was like over four point something times per minute. Okay, something, they, something they, like that. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, something like that. yeah. The number one is is uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Trailer Park Boys. Oh yeah, um, Big but man. they they did Big their SwearNet movie, and yeah. the SwearNet movie had it. It's the number one top ranked most times fuck said in a movie, and it was like nine point eight times per minute. Jesus, they said yeah. the word fuck. It was yeah. insane. Ricky, yeah. crazy. Um, well, so, all three of them. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> fucking bubbles. <laughs> um, so this, uh, we also do a little bit of a ranking to to just rank the movie uh, on a scale of one to ten. Um, who wants to go first? Out of ten, I would personally. So I I enjoyed this movie, mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna rush to watch it again. So, yeah. I mean, a seven for me, I feel like is fair. That might okay. be a little generous, mm-hmm. but like six and a half, seven, okay. somewhere in that range. Cool for me. I mean, I'm right about the same. I'd give it a six just because it's one of those. <clears throat> what really kept me in on it was the gore factor and mm-hmm. the goofiness of it. But uh, you know, I don't. I don't know why. Like it was just like the interim between everything and then mixing that comedy with the horror, with the gratuitous. Yeah, horror. Just something about that was like eh, I'll give it a six. didn't didn't, it's, it's didn't a, mix yeah. as well as it could have. It's a right. fun it's, like 
Yeah, like you want to chill. Like you want to watch a movie you've seen before. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly. And you got a bunch of friends who happen to like the same type of music or like the Foo Fighters. Like, let's put this. Or you're having a stressful time in your life. You want to because you can tune out for a few minutes and bullshit, have a drink, and then come back and be like, they just fucking saw it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's a background movie. Like, oh my god, just took his head off with a symbol. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. What you got for rankings? I'm I'm gonna have to give it a six point five. Uh, just because, you know, during when they were writing and recording, yeah. you know, I just, I related You're like, to I that. Fucking, I fucking, yeah. I feel these scenes <laughs> yeah. to the core. Right. You know, just because of everything that we've been going through as, as a, a band the last couple of months, you know. That, that <laughs> I just, do that. I that do just, that. It, it really struck a chord with me. Dave so and I are basically the same. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's a fair ranking for sure. Dylan. Um, I got I got to give it two different scores. Um, this is the first. Yeah, Ooh. if if it, I mean, watching it um, recently, seven point low sevens, uh, it's like seven point two, seven point three. Mm-hmm. If this movie came out when I was a teenager, though, that's a like good if point. I was sixteen yeah. or seventeen. This is getting an eight. I mean, it'd be eleven. High, oh, it'd be higher. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, eight point eight, eight point nine. Turn it up yeah. to eleven. Um, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, nice. I mean, because those are those are like the the <laughs> core <laughs> movies from my childhood. We did Rockstar uh, on a previous yep. episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, That's the, such a the good Destiny. I mean, any any movie that had to do Young with Jennifer a band. Houston. I mean, I mean, even what was the Dwight Schrute's band that he was rock, in? The Rocker. Uh, the Rocker. Yeah, yeah. fucking love oh, that. I forgot movie. about School that. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. School, School of Rock. rock. We did I mean, one. all yeah. these Classic. all those movies that had That's to do with being in a band. When I was a teenager, fucking core. Memories. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. 100%. If, if this would have came out when we were that age, it would be one of those that I talk about, like along the lines of School mm-hmm. of Rock and the Rocker. And, and how like old that. those references are in that movie, Studio 666, they could have made that movie. And, that and it, it, it would have been. been any different. Yeah. yeah for no. sure. I mean, I think it helps given where Foo Fighters are now. Not well, They yeah, were, they were just as big back tenth, then. Yeah. But it was like, you know, entree into their global right. blow up yeah. versus. Not past their global blow up because they're very much so obviously relevant. Just but, worldwide, yeah. Um, sure. But they're they're in a different stratosphere. They're rock and roll hall of fame. Oh, yeah. booked just waiting. Yeah, Dave Grohl is going to go down as one of the all time greatest musicians. Period. Yeah, he's, mm-hmm. if he's not in that conversation, Agreed. you're right. not having the right conversation. One hundred percent for sure. Yeah. Um, so I got so so you said if you had seen it back then, eight point something higher eights. Yeah, 8.8. Yeah. And now yeah, it would definitely have gotten that point. Right now, seven, yeah, seven, like 7.2. 7. 7.2, 7. 2, okay. So I mean, because am I going to watch it again? Yeah. I yeah, like I'll satanic I'll, shit. For sure. Yeah. And I like that fucking riff. And if you hear me write a song that sounds similar, don't judge me. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just don't get your mo- notebooks mixed up. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Isaiah. <laughs> so I I have the lowest score for it out of the out of all of us. But I gave wow. It a, yeah, I gave it a 5.2 out of 10. Okay. Um, it was great to see the guys in the band have fun, have a good time, record, you know, do their their own movie. That was that was awesome. But this movie, and I've said it before, is one hundred percent an Evil Dead like ripoff. Like it is is one hundred percent that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the practical effects were fucking awesome. The uh, the gore factor was great. Yep. <laughs> the gore factor was great, but the bad acting took me out of the movie. Um, it did effectively creep me out a few times, which was. Which was, you know, something that I that I enjoyed, but yeah, I just I don't, like I said, I'll watch it again, um, just because it's, I love Foo Fighters and I love horror yeah. and I love gore and shit. When, so yeah, when we decided to do this movie, I was like, D- 
Steve Grohl can do no wrong in my book. 100%. And oh, it, pause and pause and for any awful news story that might break in the future about who he is. <laughs> right, because yeah, that's yeah, right. the world we live right. in now. Right, no shit. But as of right now, current day, Dave Grohl can do no wrong. I love that, man. Yeah. And, and, you know, it... Maybe it, it, it actually it is. It's 100% my fault for going in and expecting a movie that had with a band with like a rock band to have like decent acting. It's that's my own fault I, for expecting that. I will that. say that that note you sent after you watched it, you were like, don't expect the acting to be amazing. I was like, okay, yeah. like I kind of figured, but mm-hmm. when you have right. that level of mentality going into it, then you can just let it be what it's going to be. Well, and the guys are still performers, they may be musicians, but they're still performers, and sometimes that equates over to like the silver screen. Sometimes. Yeah musicians rock stars can can go from being musicians and rock stars to somewhat decent actors um not here yeah <laughs> it, didn't, it, didn't, it, didn't, it didn't relate to this i think they what knew what Marky they Mark had and the funky bunch Ooh, <laughs> there's so many different levels to that because then he played a rock star yeah. And yeah, but yeah, I mean, it is it is what it is. I like wish I said, I had I'll... a good Mark Wahlberg impression to break out right now. <laughs> I don't. Just any Boston accent. Uh, yeah, I'm not good with those. Just so yell fuck hey. a lot. This is the longest of my yeah. All this right, is the longest and, and a microphone's then, ever been in front of my face. Then, <laughs> I don't know what to do with my. Gotta, we set up on. Got to s- drink a bunch <laughs> of protein. That's that is Mark Wahlberg. Donnie. Donnie. <laughs> Fuck you, Donnie. Go park the car in the backyard. No, Donnie. These men are nihilists. <laughs> <laughs> Throwback. We also did a Big Lebowski episode with our buddy Devin from Thoughts and Shots. Shout out to Devin. Devin. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Rain of Eris. We're and playing with those been... guys, actually, March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. Wow. Pet Shop in Benson, Omaha, Nebraska. Be there or be... EP and... release party for Lame. those guys in Rain of Eris. So come check that Fuck out. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Wow. So yeah, I mean, that, that leads me to the end of the well, episode. If there's anything you guys quick. want to plug, you got to drop your shows. The, what I'm going to do also is make I, sure... What, I was, okay. okay. What, what, I, but, that, that, I was just going to plug some more shit. I mean, Devin had Whitmore on his podcast, Thoughts. Shots, shots. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, check out our episode and then his episode and then their episode and then with our his episode, episode. With him on well, his so show. Connection, right. right? We were talking about John Carpenter on Thoughts and Shots. Mm-hmm. Um, Rob and Josh broke down the original Halloween movie, John nice. Carpenter's Hallmark, yep. obviously. Nice. So, you got that little tie yeah. there. So, that's oh, yeah. kind of funky. Oh, that um, derailed real quick, too. Yeah. 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 If you want to just <laughs> listen to involved, two hours really of is. guys getting inebriated and hearing every ounce of that that is his business mm-hmm. model and it works so fucking it well for it him. does it was <laughs> we had a great time doing it yeah it's yeah. fun also um, Lucian, we'll come back Lucian <laughs> with his podcast the Weekly, Weekly Geekly who's also in the Synergy Nation podcast network mm-hmm. um, he did Studio 666 he too. did a live stream nice. of it live stream okay. yeah so that would have been a fun one to live stream yeah, yeah, yeah for sure so if you didn't like um, our um, opinions of it go check that one out or if you want to see fuck yourself, the please. scenes for yourself <laughs> yeah go watch the movie Right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah um, we are also going to be having some merch donated by Whitmore. Um, Weirdmore yeah. is the code word if you have listened this far and you want to go to our Facebook or Whitmore's Facebook. Um, so we're going to be va- we're going to be giving out a couple tickets, at least vouchers for a couple tickets. Uh, a drum head, a framed poster, logo shirts, y'all. 
Um, make sure to go and fucking comment weird more. On I don't know who designed that stuff, but it's really sexy. Yeah. That Fun would have been me. He's in the studio right now. Yeah, some guy yeah, with like a, right a, next to me. Some fellow receding hairline man uh, with an awesome whoa, beard. Whoa. Is, uh, okay. Hey, there's, I, there's two of us. Relate. In, three, of, three of us in here with Thoughts that. and shots oh, fired. Got Watch out. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. That was <laughs> really bad. <laughs> fuck the two <laughs> people <laughs> with, with, with fancy, lovely, beautiful hair. Um, forget you guys. But yeah, uh, <laughs> go comment Weird More on the Facebook pages, either on our page or theirs, um, Instagram, all of the like. And we'll stuff. find you. Appreciate you guys listening and appreciate you guys for coming over and doing some content with us. Always yeah, a good time. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Back for sure. All right, well, talk to you guys later. Love you. Bye. 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 Holy fuck, that was amazing. Thank you so much for hanging out with us and the band Whitmore. You can see them live Friday, March 17th in Omaha at the Pet Shop Gallery, April 7th and April 26th in Lincoln. Check out everything they have now and upcoming at facebook.com forward slash Whitmore Band. We have one more episode with these fine lads coming out soon. Follow us, too, at Facebook.com forward slash After the Credits TV. Want some sexy merch or tickets to a show? Mention the code word WEIRDMORE on either of our socials. We love you more than Dave Grohl loves writing the ending. That's a wrap. Synergy Nation Network Podcast. Shows for those with passion. Visit us online at SimNation.net.